hi, okay, there's no fluff today. I'm going to get straight into it because I know why you're here. You're here to learn my four simple exam hacks to improve your grade by up to 11%. And I want to get straight into it. I don't want to mess about because I'm here to teach you what works. These exam hacks, it's a, it's a trendy word, but these exam hacks, I feel like I'm on TikTok or something, but they work. They've worked with hundreds of students who've been in my course and they work no matter what your ability, no matter what stage you are in IB physics, they work. So without further ado, we'll get on to them. We'll give you a little teaser. The four exam hacks start with number one and it's get that easy additional one to two percent in paper one exam hack number two is just memorize stuff for an extra nine to eleven percent exam hack number three is one simple exam command for an extra six percent and exam hack number four is know what's impossible for an extra one to two percent so each of these exam hacks can increase your grade by the percentage shown on these slides. And it's quite mind-blowing when you look at it from a strategic point of view. Now, as you go through these exam hacks, you'll be motivated. You'll be excited about what the possibility is. You may also want the opportunity to work with me more after these exam hacks, because this is just a tiny, tiny introduction into what's possible inside GradePod and ACE your IB physics exams. But if all you get from today's video are these four exam hacks, then I'm happy. I've given you advice to go away and push those grades up. Okay, so exam hack number one is get that easy additional one to 2% in paper one. How easy is it? Well, we have an analysis of a standard level paper one here, and that analysis is from a examiner subject report. You can see there are a number of columns and the, the two furthermost columns, the column headings are blank and difficulty index. Under blank, it shows you how many people left that question blank. And under difficulty index, it gives an idea of how difficult the question is. I think the most difficult question here is 74. So it goes from zero to 74. You can see that as you go through the paper, the number of questions are left blank tends to increase. Uh, but have a look at the difficulty index. The difficulty index doesn't increase. The difficulty index is evenly spread throughout the paper. So what that tells me about standard level paper one exams is that students run out of time. And if they run out of time, they're missing out on easier questions at the end of the paper. So my advice for you is if you're running out of time, head to the back of the paper and never, never leave a multiple choice question blank. I'm telling you that that could increase your final grade in IB physics, including internal assessment and everything, by one to 2%. Now I know what you're thinking, how did I come up with that figure? Well, there are 30 marks in the standard level paper and paper one accounts for 20 to 30% of your final grade. So you're really looking at around about 0.7 to 1% per question. Now, if you're tempted to leave four questions empty, you're missing out on a potential 4% on your final grade. I'm not suggesting you'll get all of those four correct if you just guess, 
but you're likely to get one of them correct out of four or two of them correct out of four. That's just statistics. There's only four answers. You've got a 25% chance of getting them right. So if you're the kind of student who might leave four unanswered questions in paper one, you're missing out. You're missing out on a possible one to 2% of your final grade by doing so. And it's the same situation for higher level. Higher level, you can see as well, the last few questions of the paper were the most commonly not answered, suggesting that higher level students are running out of time as well. But you can see the difficulty index is spread evenly throughout. It's the same issue. So higher level students are missing out on those marks too. That's my exam hack number one. Now here's the result it can have. Now there's a rather cheesy picture of me at the bottom with a speech bubble with my bit of advice and it's never leave a multiple choice question blank. Now Fanny was a member of my course. Uh, She joined in February and her exams were in May. So she joined with only a few months to go. And she says, in February, I honestly didn't think I would even pass IB physics. I was only enrolled in ACE IB physics exams for three months and I got a six in physics HL, only one point away from a seven. I'm super happy with this and I'm proud of the progress I made. It really helped to have your course as extra support outside of school and I wish I'd known about the course earlier. Now, the whole point I'm trying to make about this is she was one point off a seven. Now, Fanny was still delighted with her six, but she was one point off a seven. And I'm just wondering, did she leave any blank? I'm not sure. Okay, my next exam hack, number two. Just memorize stuff for nine to 11%. Well, what's the stuff? Let's talk about that stuff. I've gone through the last 14 years of past papers and I've done a deep dive a deep analysis of what those past papers are asking for. I've done a deep analysis of the strategy to really acing those past papers. And what I found is, is that nine to 11% of of your final IB mark is just down to memorizing stuff. And by stuff, I mean one, definitions, two, approximate values, and three, descriptions. So let's talk today about how we tackle those three areas of stuff to make sure that your grades increase by 9 to 11%. So the first one is definitions. And the very clear feedback we're getting from examiners is that definitions must be memorised in the most precise and correct manner. There is no point in memorising a fluffy definition for Newton's third law. There's no point because you'll get no marks. So if you compile a list of definitions and then devote time and energy to memorizing those definitions, you are statistically more likely to get lots more marks. How do you learn those definitions? Well, I have two suggestions for you down here. I have a YouTube playlist and it's called Drunk on Definitions and it's seen great success in the past in helping students learn definitions towards their exams. I also have another solution, and that's ACE your IB physics exams. It's my course, Inside GradePod. It has compiled a glossary for you, for those inside ACE your IB physics exams, of the exact definitions you should learn for each topic. And I teach you how to learn those definitions very quickly and painlessly as well. The second thing you should memorize are approximate values. So I'm talking about ballpark figures, 
the speed of light is around about three times 10 to the eight meters per second, or the refractive index is around about 1.3 of glass. These ballpark figures will make a massive difference to you as you progress through your papers, because you quite often are asked to estimate, or you might do a calculation and it's unsure whether the answer is correct or not. These ballpark figures will make a massive difference, because what they'll do is they'll allow you to conduct a reasonableness check. And that is where you're going to wait for exam hack number four, where I explain that in more detail. The third thing you should memorize are descriptions. So descriptions are not explanations because they're harder and there, there are techniques to answer explanation questions, but descriptions are just stuff that needs to be memorized. So an example might be describe how a transformer works. That would be a three or four mark question in an exam. And you could very easily narrow down that description into three easily memorable bullet points. And that's what I recommend you do. And once you've done that, I highly, highly, highly recommend you put them into your revision note and you can get your revision note template from the GradePod website. So three things to memorize to increase your grades by nine to 11%. You're wondering how I got to that nine to 11%. Well, again, it was a deep dive of the past papers that proved to me that it's as simple as that. Now, my bit of advice from my cheesy um, speech mark is students who compile a glossary and spend time and energy learning them will inevitably do much better. And that has been highlighted by the examiners in past subject reports as well. Now, here is um, an email from Anders. He says, Hi Sally, I just wanted to thank you so much. It definitely helped me raise my grade. For my mock exams, I got a four. And for the real exams, I got a seven. I am sure that getting drunk on definitions with you gave me some extra points. So I just wanted to express my thanks. I'll be sure to recommend your course onwards to future IB graduates. Well, that's great news for Anders. Okay, number three. Exam hack number three, one simple exam command for 6% more on your IB physics grade. That one simple exam command is calculate. The word calculate is very heavily examined in paper two of your final exams. In fact, it's very heavily examined in all papers in your IB physics exams but it has a very specific meaning that I don't think students quite understand yet. That very specific meaning is obtain a numerical answer showing the relevant stages of working. What that means is you must show your working to get the marks. And if you don't believe me, can we believe the examiners? Here's an actual examiner comment. It says the presentations of many calculations consisted of a jumble of arithmetic with numbers usually appearing out of nowhere, candidates need to be well aware that their answers should read logically well. So examiners are not only saying, show you're working, they're also saying it needs to be logical. And that's a skill that you need to learn. Now inside ACRIB physics exams, we have a step-by-step -step system on how to improve the calculate questions. It's very simple. You follow the step-by-step -step system and you improve your ability to answer those questions. You don't only see calculate words in the exam. You see lots of other exam command words inside the exam. And on this webpage, I'm going to give you a free download that 
lists all the exam command words you might see and what they exactly mean as specified by the examiners. Once you have that, you can develop your own systems or your own strategies for dealing with those questions. If you're inside ACRIB physics exams and grade pod, I give you that strategy. I teach you my strategy for knowing exactly what to do when you see an IB physics past paper question. And in particular, we deal with the really tricky things like explain questions, derive questions, draw and define questions. You may not think they're tricky, but once you see the examiner's description of them, they can be quite tricky. So moving on, once you have a step-by-step system for tackling each exam command word, past paper questions become completely simple. And that's true. Here's Charlene. Charlene emailed me saying, good morning, Sally. I really don't know how to thank you. I'm not even sure if words can express my gratitude right now. I feel like the puzzle that is IB physics exam papers has just become easier. I can proudly say it's all thanks to you that I'm going to start scoring full marks questions on the explain questions, something that I've been neglecting a lot. So it does work. If you understand what the command word means and what the examiner is looking for, it does make a huge difference to your final grade, quite simply. Exam hack number four, know what's impossible for an extra one to two percent. Impossible? That's not a word we use in grade pod. Well, actually, some things are impossible. (laughs) No object can go faster than the speed of light. That's impossible. Um, And there are values in IB physics that you should just know Because if you complete a calculation in paper one, two, or three, you need to know if that answer is reasonable or not. Or is it possible? So the refractive index of a substance, the number N, which represents refractive index, should always sit between the range of one, which is for a vacuum, and around about 2.5, which is for a diamond. If you're getting values of 20 or 100 for refractive index, your answer is wrong. The energy of a photon, quite often you're asked to look at energy of a photon to do with the photoelectric effect or various other um, parts of the syllabus. You're looking at around about 10 to the minus 19 joules for the energy of a photon. If you're getting anything outside of that bracket, your answer is incorrect. A common one that you're just supposed to know is the diameter of a hydrogen nucleus. So a hydrogen nucleus, you know, a proton and a neutron together, we're looking around about 10 to the minus 15 meters for that. Very, very small. If we look at the size or the diameter of an atom, a hydrogen atom, for example, or any atom really, we've got to take into account the electron orbit. And that makes the size of that atom bigger. So when you're looking at the diameter of an atom, your answer should be around 10 to the minus 10 meters. On the other scale, on the macroscopic scale of IB physics, the universe, how old is the universe? 10 to the 18 seconds, that's roughly how old it is. If you're getting answers way above that or way below that, your answer is incorrect. And finally, one of the things that um, you should know is the mass of the universe. Just hold these figures in your head that the mass of the universe is around about 10 to the 50 kilograms. And once you know these answers, 
Every time you complete a calculation, you conduct a reasonableness check in your head. You look at the answer and you say, is it reasonable? It's as simple as that. Because if your answer is not reasonable, you've either used the wrong formula, you've got a power of 10 error, or you've just typed the wrong stuff into your calculator. So it's really quick and easy to go back and just check those things to make sure that you've got them right. Now I've said by conducting a reasonableness check, you can improve your grade by 1% to 2%. And that's true. You can improve your grade by 1% to 2% because I'm suggesting that maybe one or two marks out of your paper two, one mark in your paper one, could be down to a power of 10 error. They could be down to uh, not conducting a reasonableness check. And together they add up to around about 1% to 2% of your final mark. So my advice, always conduct a reasonableness check on any calculated answer in your paper. And I just want to end up with a success story. Um, So gone, her name is. Hello, Sally. Thank you so much for reaching out. Yes, I did get my results yesterday and I got a seven for my IB physics grade. Thanks to all your amazing help and support. I got a total score of 42. And if you would like me to break down the grades that I got on every subject, please let me know. (laughs) My general plans for the future are to study biomedical engineering at the University of British Columbia and to hopefully become a biomaterials developer. Thanks to you, I've built a strong foundation in physics and I'm quite excited to continue studying it in the future. I hope that helps. Thank you so much again for all your help and support. I really do appreciate it a lot. Have a great day and take care. And that's from Sagond. I just wanted to let you know that there's impossible stuff in physics, but a seven is possible. A seven is possible, I promise you. Um, It's not something that I would say without really genuinely believing it. I've spent many years since 2018 tutoring students like yourself online through my course Ace Your IB Physics Exam to start thinking strategically, to start developing that mindset that IB Physics is not overwhelming, IB Physics is not hard. You might feel that in a classroom setting where you see your teacher three or four times a week and you've got all your other topics on top of you and you don't really know how to study and every time you look at a question it feels undoable. But if you sit down, work hour by hour, step by step, and you do it with me online, IB Physics is not hard, I promise. And people who have been through this course with me, they believe it too. They didn't even think they're going to pass IB Physics and suddenly they're getting sevens. So I'm telling you, some stuff is impossible in physics. I'm telling you that you can't travel faster than the speed of light. But getting a seven in IB Physics, that's possible. That's possible for any student at any ability. So it's possible for you. So I hope today helped. Have a great day. Bye.